January 16th of 1991, as the Soviet Union was collapsing and the Cold War coming to an end, George H.W. Bush publicly announced a new campaign of American dominance, which he called the New World Order. This is an historic moment. We have in this past year made great progress in ending the long era of conflict and Cold War. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Vladimir Putin told Oliver Stone that in the year 2000, he asked President Clinton if Russia could join NATO, which he said made the American delegation very nervous. They were not interested in world peace. They had different plans. In 1997, the project for the new American century was founded by William Crystal and Victoria Newland's husband, Robert Kagan. In September of 2000, they published their agenda entitled Rebuilding America's Defenses, which outlined an ambitious and aggressive plan to achieve world dominance, starting in the Middle East and ending with Russia. The document acknowledged the fact that their world domination efforts would trouble American allies and could therefore be a long process absent some catastrophic and catalyzing event, like a new Pearl Harbor. A year after publishing this, 2,000 people were murdered in the World Trade Center and blamed on a small terrorist group created by the CIA. And with this catastrophic and catalyzing event, the plan for a new American century went into action. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and one of the generals called me and he says, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq, why? He said, I don't know. So I came back to see him a few weeks later and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense office today. And he said, this is a memo that describes how we're gonna take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. George H.W. Bush's son, George W., began a propaganda campaign to sell the American public on overthrowing Iraq. I take the threat very seriously. I take the fact that he develops weapons of mass destruction very seriously. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. When the lies became obvious, George W. made jokes while reveling in the blood of the innocent. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. <laughs> nope, no weapons over there. Secretary of State Madeleine Albright said that murdering millions of Iraqi children was worth it. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? 
I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. The power-hungry cabal, made up of close-knit families who practice multi-generational child abuse and mass mind control, began overthrowing sovereign nations and murdering innocent civilians became the new norm for U.S. foreign policy. But their plan for global domination was failing, and starting in 2020, with the COVID scam, they began targeting U.S. citizens. They have become desperate, and they are going for broke, slaughtering innocent Palestinians to spark a war with Iran, and sacrificing the people of Ukraine to hopelessly take on Russia. These inbred families are getting old, and they are fighting for their lives. There is too much at stake for them to ever give up, which makes them more dangerous than ever. But they are few, and we are many. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. It's Wednesday, February 7th, in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody and stuff together. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We have a very big show for you today. Drew Hernandez will be joining us in the third hour. We have a lot to talk about. Whole heck of a lot to get into. And we will. Right now, let's not waste any time. Here it is, your daily dispatch. Hello. Uh, here it is, your daily dispatch for Wednesday, the set. Well, okay, all right, here. <laughs> Take two. The 7th of February, 2024. First, this. Massive sun explosion leads to blackouts near Australia and Asia. An explosion on the sun sent a massive burst of energized particles zooming across space at 900,000 miles per hour, causing blackouts in Australia and South Asia. Reports emerged on Tuesday morning that ham radio operators and mariners were... Affected in those regions, Daily Mail reported. The explosion occurred on Monday at 8.30 p.m. with the solar storm hitting Earth shortly after 10 a.m. today. The NOAA reports a 45% likelihood of radio disturbances following a solar explosion induced blackouts near uh, Australia and uh, South Asia. Say in the next few days, there's about a 45% chance that communications problems will continue. So there's so there's that. And it's because you don't eat bugs. Did I mention it's because you're not eating bugs and because you drive an SUV? 
you, you keep making the sun explode. Stop having children. Meanwhile, in Stunner, House GOP bid to impeach Mayorkas fails. A House GOP effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas failed in embarrassing fashion Tuesday as three Republicans joined Democrats in voting against what would have been the second ever impeachment of a cabinet official. Republicans entered the vote with two expected GOP no votes from Representatives Ken Buck of Colorado, Tom McClintock of California, and but then... Suddenly and unexpectedly, a third House GOP lawmaker, Representative Mike Gallagher, also voted against impeachment. The surprise no vote prompted numerous GOP colleagues to gather around Gallagher for a lengthy conversation before the vote closed. A fourth Republican, Representative Blake Moore of Utah, the vice chair of the GOP conference, then flipped his vote to no seconds before the vote closed, a procedural move that allows the uh, conference to bring the legislation back to the floor at a later date, so this is uh, far from over. Republicans say the hope is to bring the legislation to the floor again when House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, who's undergoing treatment for cancer, will be able to attend. Quote, House Republicans fully intend to bring articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas back to the floor when we have votes for passage. Speaker Mike Johnson's spokesperson said on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, in a statement after the loss, the Department of Homeland Security uh, Department of Homeland Security encouraged Republicans to abandon the effort entirely. I say, I say just move straight to the treason trial. Straight to the trial for treason. Impeachment should be a, a, a bus stop along the way to our ultimate destination. We've got reasons to, oh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about some of the reasons that were given by Republicans as to why they voted no. You can probably guess what they are. It's the same excuse Republicans always use for inaction. It's this might set a bad precedent. We don't want to set a precedent. It's like, well, what would, what would the precedent you'd be setting be? If you assign somebody a job and they completely abdicate every responsibility and actually do the inverse of what the job requires them to do in the process, Allowing the United States government to facilitate the commission of innumerable crimes, millions upon millions of lawbreakers allowed into the country with the complicity of the Department of Homeland Security, 80,000 plus children missing, given over to strangers and trafficked by our government. I mean, is that not a precedent you want to set? You don't want to set that precedent, huh? It's like, well, we can't do anything to stop the existential threat to our country. That might set a precedent. If you really, like, this is, it's it's an existential threat to the country. You've got cities like New York and Chicago collapsing under the weight of migration. You've got hospitals in Denver, Colorado, shutting down because they can't deal with the influx of illegal immigrants who don't pay their hospital bills. You've got the population of entire states crossing over the border in a single year, and you can't impeach him over this? I'm I'm shocked. Well, not that shocked. Well, I'm not that shocked. It is the Republicans after all. And, uh, you know, I, I don't have any proof of what I'm about to say, but I will say that 
the convenience of blackmail is that you don't have to have it on everybody. If you get it on like three or four people, sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that'll swing the whole thing. And you just have to wonder why these people would, why they would vote against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. It's, it's very strange. This is an existential threat to our country. This is life or death for the nation of America. And you're not even going to vote to do like a procedural expulsion of the guy who's leading the charge. Why, why not, though? Why not? It's like you've got somebody who's coming to kill you with a gun and you're like, I refuse to lock my door. It's like it's just you got to do something. It's an existential threat. What who, what principle do you think you're standing for? The principle of we will do nothing as our country is quite literally invaded and dismantled in front of our eyes in the matter of years. It's almost impossible to overstate the dire situation that we're in and Republicans won't do Anything. They won't do anything. It's completely insane. So we'll get more into that a little bit later. We'll read the statement from Mike Gallagher just so we can fully comprehend the just sheer absurdity that's led us down this road. Meanwhile, federal appeals court rejects Trump's immunity bid. Oh, look, another dangerous precedent being set. Yet another thing that the Republicans will not actually act on or do anything about. Federal appeals court rejects Trump's immunity bid. The District of Columbia Circuit Court ruled Tuesday that former President Donald Trump cannot assert immunity from prosecution in his ongoing criminal proceedings related to his comments on the results of the 2020 presidential election. Trump, who's been indicted by special counsel Jack Smith on on charges of alleged criminal conduct relating to his seeking to overturn the results of the 2020 election, had sought to assert constitutional immunity from prosecution, arguing that it's incidental to his status as former president. Uh, on Tuesday, a three-judge panel of the D.C. Circuit unanimously rejected that claim. Quote, for the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become citizen Trump with all of the defenses of any other criminal defendant. But any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution, wrote the court in a per curiam opinion where the author is not identified. Former President Trump lacked any lawful discretionary authority to defy federal criminal law, and he's therefore answerable in court for his conduct. So what this seems to acknowledge is that the actions that they're charging him for were taken while he was president, but they're essentially saying that things you're protected for, the things you're protected in doing while president, you're no longer protected once you're out of office. A lot of people obviously asking the question, okay, when do we charge you know, Barack Obama with drone striking and assassinating American citizens overseas, or, you know, what are we going to bring Biden up on charges for uh, once he's out of office? It's a wonderful fantasy world you've created there, but we can't even impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. The idea that we would actually bring criminal charges against any of these people is a far-flung pipe dream, but... That is the precedent they're actually setting here. That is actually the precedent that they're saying. I mean, it, it, it actually doesn't make any sense. You can do things as president and it's not a crime, but then when you're not president, it then becomes a crime. You can be charged for something 
that you did while shielded under executive immunity, but only once you're out of office. I mean, the number of implications of this are very troubling. Obviously, what this would eventually do down the line would be provide encouragement and a very good reason for an American president to refuse to leave office, right, to do things as president they felt was necessary for the nation and then say, I did this for the nation, I did this, you know, to save the country, but now if I leave the office, my political opponents are going to prosecute me, so I'm not going to leave office, I have to retain this uh, immunity. But it, it really just doesn't make any sense. It really just, that's, immunity doesn't work this way in any other situation ever. It's not immunity in that case. If it's like temporary immunity, I mean, this doesn't make any sense. You can do something as president and you're immune from prosecution until you're not president. So you were never immune then. So there's no such thing as executive immunity. I mean, again, this would matter if we actually had a rule of law, if we actually had a system of laws and precedents that were set that would then take legal form and would apply to cases down the line, uh, this would all be very troubling and disturbing. The problem is we're so far beyond that. The situation that we're in is already so troubling and disturbing. The reality that everybody should know at this point, whether they acknowledge it or not, is that no precedent matters, no rule of law matters. They don't like Trump, so they're doing what they want to him. And if the rules say that they can't, then they'll ignore the rules. But you can bet your last dollar that if Biden were in a similar situation, it would be, uh, well, very important that we uphold this uh, presidential immunity system uh, so our president can be making decisions for the fate of America that uh, you know require difficult decisions sometimes. And they should be able to make that without fear of persecution ruining their lives down the line. Like everybody, everybody understands that this is like a necessary aspect for the president of the United States to be able to make decisions free from the concern of later prosecution. That's like a, a primary aspect of being president and making decisions that no other person in America is allowed or, or legally permitted to uh, make. But it doesn't matter because they want to destroy Trump. So eh, who cares, right? Who cares about law? Who cares about precedent setting? Who cares about the proper functioning of our democracy? We have to save our democracy so we have to destroy our democracy to save it. It's just whatever they want to do. It's just all arbitrary. There's no rule of law. There's no precedent being set. It's all just uh, completely arbitrary up in the air and at their whims. Meanwhile, Ronna McDaniel, RNC chairwoman, plans to step down. The chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, Ronna McDaniel, has told former President Donald J. Trump she's planning to step down shortly after the South Carolina primary on February 24th, according to two people familiar with the plans. Well... Just shows what a champion she is. You, you always, you, every champion knows when to, you know, when to quit. Quit while you're ahead. Quit while you're on top. You know, Ron McDaniel's presided over just a abysmal failure of the RNC to capitalize on the massive cultural wave that Donald Trump created over the last, well, eight years at this point. Completely failed to make any. Hey, while the sun shone, 
uh, did nothing to reform the party or take advantage of this populist movement or attempt to move away from the very unpopular, very hugely damaging neocon establishment rhino Republican side of the party and embrace the very popular big tent populist Trump movement. They've resisted that at every turn, undercut Trump at every turn. And now after having wasted hundreds of millions of dollars trying to tear down, destroy, and at the end of the day, defeat their own number one uh, candidate, Donald Trump, by propping up people like uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, now that all of these plans have ended in abject failure and all of their scheming has come to nothing. She is uh, gracefully bowing out. So well done, Rana. You failure. You utter and ridiculous failure. And again, well, maybe we can get into that a little bit later. But our final story is this. New report reveals a door panel on Alaska Airline flight had no bolts installed Faulty plug was manufactured by Spirit Aero Systems Malaysia. So that explains it, I guess. Oh, well, there were no bolts. Okay, well, there were no bolts. That's why the, the door flew off midair. Good to know. Good to know it wasn't uh, something else, I guess. <laughs> it happens sometimes, you know. Sometimes you uh, forget your key in the door when you go inside. And sometimes when you're assembling a, a commercial airliner, you, you forget to bolt it together. It happens. <laughs> it happens. What? <laughs> it's just, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep reading, I guess. Uh, whatever final conclusions were reached, Boeing is accountable for what happened to Boeing. President and CEO Dave Calhoun said in a statement, an event like this must not happen on an airplane that leaves our factory. Well, I can see why you're CEO, Dave. What a, what an astute observation. You know, if you ask me, planes shouldn't fall off of airplane or doors shouldn't fall off the airplane in midair. Yeah, we've looked into it. That was an oversight, actually. That was unintended. He says, he says, we simply must do better for our customers and passengers. We are impl implementing a comprehensive plan to, I'm sorry, <clears throat> to strengthen quality and uh, confidence of our stakeholders. It will take significant demonstrated action and transparency at every turn. And that is where we are squarely focused. What do you say? Significant demonstrated action and transparency at every turn. Just, just bolt the door on next time. Please, please and thank you. And, uh, you know, we'll get into a little bit more about what's going on with uh, the airlines as the FAA is, well, they're hiring, uh, they're hiring people like, you know, tower operators, people in the control tower communicating with the planes. And they're specifically hiring people that have physical and mental deformities and, and things like speech impairments, speech impairments for the communication experts who are talking to pilots and guiding them uh, as to where to land. So they aren't going to have to speak well. They're, we're going to have people with speech impediments doing that job. So I think this is all deliberate. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Call me crazy. Here's my wild conspiracy theory. This is, hold on to your seats, boys, especially since, especially if you're on a plane, they might not be bolted in. What if... What if 
you had this situation, this this timeline of events where you've got NGOs funded by billionaires. They get together at places like the World Economic Forum. They fly their private jets there, and they've made it abundantly clear that air travel should not be available to the average person, that the idea of being able to pay a hundred bucks and hop on a plane and you know, fly anywhere in the country. That's anathema to these people who think you're a peasant that should be tied to the dirt like the, you know, feudal system of old. What if they created entire documents and programs where they announce that within five or 10 years, every person will be limited to a single round trip flight a year, if that, if they're lucky and if they have enough carbon credits? What if they're extremely open and public in announcing their desire to limit air travel to where it's almost non-existent? And then we have a bunch of disasters and, and hiring decisions and diversity programs that make the act of flying extremely dangerous, which drives up insurance costs, which make people afraid to fly. So they're, the demand is, is down. You know, what if it becomes too expensive? And what if by hook and by crook, they're getting exactly what they want one way or another? I know it's totally crazy, but it's just, it's another one of these things, another one of these situations where the people in charge go, hey, we don't want anybody to fly anymore. We don't think you peasants deserve, you know, the art of flight. You're going to be stuck on the ground. We want to eliminate the possibility that you can ever take a plane trip anywhere. And then everything that follows that pronouncement seems to align perfectly with that desire and seems to uh, fulfill that demand. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist, but uh, that's actually exactly what's happening. So there's that. Now, I got some uh, videos to show you. I think we'll start with some some Biden videos here. Uh, first of all, you know, Biden just really testing my patience personally. I have to think it has to do something like something like that, right? This Something where they're like, man, you know what? This is really going to piss off the people that are paying attention. Let's do this as a prank. Because if this isn't a prank, I can't figure out why they say things like this. I just have to, again, maybe it's my paranoid mind, but I think all the Democrats are laughing at us. You know, like when they say things like it's the Republicans that are trying to defund the police. And you just think, okay, all right. When he's done giving this speech saying that the Republicans are the ones trying to defund the police. They all laugh at the end of the day, right? Like, and all the Democrats watching, they all kind of nudge each other and go, he said it was the Republicans trying to defund the police. Like, it's a prank of some sort, right? Because nobody's actually buying this, are they? Nobody's actually buying the things that these people are saying. So Biden, in just the most bizarre twist of logic the world has ever seen, is blaming Donald Trump for the current border situation. Like, this is a joke, right? This is supposed to be funny or something? Let's go now to clip uh, number two, please. Immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, 
we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because they're afraid of Donald Trump. Trump is afraid, afraid of, of Trump? Trump? Wait, what? Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time it's for Republicans funny. in the Congress to show a little courage, to show a little spine. Uh, the border would be so American secure if you would just pass this them, bill. Not for anyone else. I know who I work for. I work for the American people. Good Lord. I mean, that's a joke, right? Are you trying to be funny? We uh, we would have, man, we'd have such a secure border. Oh, man, we totally wouldn't have a million people crossing the border in a year. If only they'd voted for this bill three years on in my presidency after 94 executive orders opened the border on purpose. Yeah, we'll be right back. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth of been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes and has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This Survival Silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal Silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Six men have been charging that brutal attack caught on camera. A shocking act of violence. Two NYPD officers beaten in Times Square. All of those arrested were released without bail. Why did these four individuals be released on their own recognizance? The Biden administration is fighting to release as many migrants as quickly as possible. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. There's no need for us. Biden administration reversed Trump's policy on remain in Mexico. Joe Biden to stop construction of the border wall. It's a new day on the southern border. Here we go. The policy that made it easy to kick out migrants is gone. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration and he immediately reinstated cash and release. And so when they apprehend people, they let them go. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. Joe Biden is giving you the finger. That is uh, Trump's latest ad using a recent news story about I have four, but I think it was up to seven uh, migrants, illegal immigrants in New York City who were caught on video savagely beating two uh, NYPD cops. Uh, they were then released on with no bail, allowed out on the street, and I believe there was. I believe the only condition was that they you know, had to stay and, and would be actually brought up on charges later. Uh, but then they just fled to California and actually they've been arrested in Phoenix at this point, having fled from the conditions of the bail because hey, guess what? The point of having a bail is that you charge people money if they don't stick to the conditions of their release. And when you don't apply bail, then there's no reason for them to stay. So they left. They left. It's things like that 
that are lead to, leading to stories like this. Republicans call to remove NYC's sanctuary city laws after an assault on cops. Mayor Eric Adams defended most people seeking asylum while his police commissioner spoke of a wave of migrant crime. Due to city policies and uh, state law, cooperation no longer afforded between NYPD, our law enforcement partners, and ICE. NYPD commissioner declared Monday that the city has a problem with crimes committed by migrants hours after Mayor Eric Adams pushed back on Republican lawmakers who spent the morning trashing New York City's sanctuary city laws. The drama capped, capped, capped a week of tension as New York leaders retreated to their political corners after an assault on two police officers in crowded Times Square was caught on camera in a video that went viral on social media. Representative Nicole Malitakis pointed to the January 27th assault on the officers, allegedly by a group of men seeking asylum, to argue the New York City should start aiding federal immigration officials in deportations. Again, like, does, does nothing rebel in the minds of the people writing or reading this story when they say the asylum seekers were beating cops in Times Square? Is there no sense of uh, inconsistency there? These people aren't asylum seekers. We owe them nothing. There's no reason why we should be bending over backwards for them. I mean, really, there's not even a reason why we should be nice to them at all, let alone giving them prepaid debit cards, giving them places to stay, building entire colonies, destroying the green spaces and parks in New York City in order to create the tent cities for these foreigners to live. I mean... Nothing ever, nothing in the back of people's minds that go, maybe they aren't asylum seekers. Maybe they're just foreign criminals. I, I guess we're, we're talking about rolling back to sanctuary city policies now. Conservative, and you know, it's stuff like this. Conservatives have used the incident in which a group of men kick at cops on the grounds and ostensibly stop them from arresting someone. As a political rallying cry in the days before the February 13th special election for New York's 3rd Congressional District, the GOP candidate in the bellwether race has also sought to portray her Democratic opponents as weak on the border. Meanwhile, Republicans are criticizing Democratic Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for not seeking bail for some of the men arrested in the case. Bragg has said the evidence wasn't sufficient, and Adams has defended his response. Of course, the evidence is... Unquestionable. It's on video. It's not up for debate whether this happened or whether these guys did it. So that's just a lie. It's just a lie what this guy said. There's more than enough evidence. But, you know, obviously these people are uh, criminal scum. So, you know, the ones running the city, I mean. Also, the, the guys beating the police, but it's like, you know, matters of a, matters of degree how criminal all of this behavior is. Conservatives have used the incident. They just, they can't uh, give, give us any credit whatsoever, right? It's actually not that complicated how this happens. It's like, hey, these laws are terrible. The lack of bail is a horrible procedure to be running. Also, you're bringing in millions of unvetted foreign adult men. They're going to be criminals in this group. Why are you subjecting the innocent civilians of America to the aggression of people from Venezuela that you brought over? And then it happens, and there's video of it, and we point to it, and we go, this is what we're talking about. And then there's like, ah, 
You're going to cynically use this to gain political. No, this is a political issue. Nobody's politicizing this. Nobody's taking advantage of this. We're just actually honestly trying to contend with reality. And you people are psychopaths that live in a fantasy world that we have to suffer from. We have to suffer from your delusions. And then we get told that we're politicizing things and we're taking taking advantage of the situation. Don't let the situation get created and nobody will take advantage of it. It's not that complicated. So, again, Biden, I mean, it's just I don't know. You have to marvel. You have to you have to wonder. What's going on in people's minds like from Infowars, gaslighting. Biden claims the only reason border is not secure is Donald Trump. And there's a lot of people, uh, you know, saying the same thing. There's a lot of people believing this. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you folks. Uh, democracy was a mistake. You can't be trusted to own a goldfish, let alone have a say in the path our country takes forward. I mean, it's just, it's, it, we're in an, an impossible, we really are. We're in an impossible situation. You've got Biden telling people that it's Trump's fault the border's open. You've got Alvin Bragg saying there's insufficient evidence of an attack when the attack itself is caught on video. I mean, gaslighting is just the term doesn't go far enough. Unless you're like immolating yourself with the with the gaslight, unless you have a, a gas lamp and you're pouring the gas on yourself and lighting yourself on fire like there. The extremity to which the insanity has consumed this nation, it's, it's inexplicable, honestly. It's very, it's very difficult to uh, contend with all of this. And, of course, the Republicans are utterly failing to do anything about it, which is why GOP senators are calling for Leader McConnell to step down over BS border bill. Republican senators have had enough of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell after declaring the bipartisan border uh, bill put forth by the Senate unadulterated BS. In a Tuesday press conference, Senators J.D. Vance and Ted Cruz argued McConnell should have walked away from the border agreement, given it does virtually nothing to secure the border while simultaneously sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, tens of billions, that is, and Israel and expanding Joe Biden's authority. And this is so this is one of the ways that this is being spun here. And we'll, we'll finish this on the other side. But President Biden just told the American people exactly what Republicans are essentially voting against as a means to reportedly try to help Donald Trump. So the way this is being spun is that Republicans are not voting for this border bill. Because the border bill is super good and would totally shut down the border and is necessary. And Biden can't shut down the border without this bill. But if the Republicans vote on the bill, then the border will get shut down and that it'll take away that talking point for the Trump campaign. That's the conspiracy theory they're running with. We'll break down just how thoroughly nonsensical all of this is. You're being lied to. These people are scum. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. 
Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at Point Blake Grange in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity. And that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1 to 5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. When we last left off, Joe Biden was telling you it's Donald Trump's fault that he opened the border three years ago. Yeah, I have to, I have to assume that our audience has some background information. I assume you don't need me telling you what an absurd claim it is that Donald Trump has anything to do with the current border crisis. I mean, everybody knows this, right? Everybody knows it was like lowest crossings ever under Trump. I think 400,000 in a single year, still too high. But many of those were, you know, caught and, and processed appropriately. And since then, it's, it's been probably over 10 million since Joe Biden got into office. And every year it's substantially, uh, substantially increased the number of people crossing. Like everybody just knows this, right? I don't need to go over this. This is news to you. You need to, you need to humbly remove yourself from civic life. Apparently people are, are falling for this, I guess. And again, it just makes me think of that video that we played yesterday of the guy who basically had his worldview shattered by actually trying to look into what people on our side of the aisle actually believe. And it's, it's kind of a simple formula. It, it relies on their ignorance. It relies on their willful uh, naivety. Just stupidity. You've got an open border and all of the problems that that causes, all of the issues that come about from having an un unpatrolled border, an open border, and a welfare state. I mean, it's just, it's obvious and crazy that we even have to make the argument, but we do. And the demands that we make are not extravagant they're not crazy they're not over the top the demand is this protect the border that's all we want that's it it can be a wall it can be patrols like whatever i mean there's different ways to do it but just we just want a country that is governed by a government that protects the people inside the country from the people outside the country it's the most basic thing any government should ever do. I mean, you just, you weed down a government into its bare minimum, what it needs to be. And the whole reason for instituting governments amongst people in the first place to protect those within the government from those without. So that's the, that's the ask. That's our demand. It's so simple. It's so obvious. It's really should be undeniable. And so the way that they obscure that, the way that they obfuscate that, the way that they disguise that very simple, reasonable request from us humble citizens, would you mind patrolling the border of our country, government, please? 
that has to be twisted so far out of recognition. Uh, you get stuff like this. And I, I'm pretty sure this was presented at a congressional hearing. Uh, Donald Trump and MAGA border solutions, alligator moats, bombing Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, and electric fences. And, like, it is sad, but you get that people who are in the left, people who are on the left, people who are trusters of the mainstream media, like, this is what they're presented with. In all sincerity, like, they present this to people and people believe it. And so then later when they're, like, talking with their friends, when the topic of border security comes up, in their mind, the dichotomy is between the very reasonable and respectable and staid, you know, administration of the Biden policies that are simply doing their best with a difficult situation. It's option A. Option B is electrified alligators and Donald Trump in a with a drone bombing innocent Mexicans. And it's like, I guess this is what this is how far gone just basic understanding of of anything is in this country. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're if you're dumb enough to think that this is what Republicans actually want. So and and again, I I just mentioned it yesterday where it's like the actual request, very simple, very reasonable, protect our border. Our border should be protected. Every country in the history of the world has done this. Why us doing this is is beyond the pale. I can't begin to explain. So they they have to literally come up with insane fantasies, say that's what we believe, and then point to those fantasies that they came up with and say, look how ridiculous these Republicans are. We can't let them get away with this. They want to shoot migrants in the legs. What? What the hell are you talking about? And so, I, you know, again, I just don't know how people fall for it. More precisely, like the kneecaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could be, at least be precise. So, I mean, this is what they believe. This is actually what they believe. And that's just for the stupid, uninformed people so they can, you know, talk about the water cooler, you know, sort of uh, exposing their ignorance. And, and of course, if anybody says, oh, that's not what we want, we just want a border, then, you know, that that's when you get the shrieking leftist uh, typical response of just like, you know, they, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But that's for the stupid people. The stupid people believe that sort of stuff. They think that uh, to have border security means that you are, are okay with border patrol shooting Mexicans in the leg for no reason. Okay, they have to have the dumb people believing that that that's the dichotomy they've set up for them. Now, for the slightly more intelligent yet still sickeningly deceptive people, you have this higher level of deception, which is what Ed Krasenstein is uh, engaged in here. Where you take something very obvious, which is that the border situation as it stands now is 100% the fabrication of the Biden administration is was a deliberate and continues to be a deliberate policy of invasion funded by the American government and the UN through our tax dollars as well as NGOs coordinated by the DHS and Alejandro Mayorkas at the behest of, Don, of uh, President Biden. Like everybody knows this. This is obvious. So. They need to take this and somehow twist it to where they're actually professing to believe that the border would be solved if only this border bill would go through. And it's because the border bill didn't go through that the border situation exists. I know. I know. This is this is what they do. 
So this is the, the higher level, like, intelligentsia, more intellectual deception going on. He says, President Biden told the American people exactly what Republicans are essentially voting against as a means to reportedly try to help Trump. Trump. So remember, they think that the border looks bad for Democrats. And so Republicans are deliberately making the border bad. It's our fault that the border is open because Republicans don't actually care about the border. We just want Donald Trump to win because we're we're stupid cult members who love Donald Trump, even though we don't know why, because apparently we don't support his. We don't actually want the border closed. We just want Trump in office. So we're willing to keep the border open to make Democrats look bad to give Trump a little boost that he doesn't need in an election that he's going to win already. And so what they're saying is that this border bill would have solved the border crisis. How? Well, because it would have given 1,500 additional border agents, 4,300 new asylum officers. No, no, this is the problem, Ed. We don't want 4,300 new asylum officers. That's 400, that's 4,300 new traders processing the invasion, contributing to, facilitating, making easier and more efficient the invasion of our country. There's no even suggestion that this would stop the border crossing. It would only increase it. 100 new immigration judges. Oh great, more judges to bring more people in more quickly and more efficiently. So what does he say? What is he talking about? He's like, it's their fault that the border is open. If only they'd voted on this bill, which opens the border more and gives us more resources to open the border more efficiently. 100 new machines to detect and prevent fentanyl from coming into America. Oh, a new machine to detect fentanyl. Wow. Something that you wouldn't need if the borders weren't open. Something completely in excess if it wasn't an open border that people were bringing in literal tons of fentanyl continually. Cutting asylum processing time from five to seven years down to just six months. Like, So what is he talking about? The border isn't secure because we didn't pass a bill that would have expedited the invasion? The exped, uh, the expedition of work permits for families coming here for business, increase in legal immigration visas, emergency authority for the president to shut down the border or not. Yeah, the border bill would have opened the border more. That's why we're against it. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and... They didn't have the same effect, but so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. 
But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. We'll move on here from the border, but yeah, the border is completely open. Everybody knows this. The person responsible for it is Alejandro Mayorkas, who's been one of Biden's many handlers over the years. You can see him in videos from 10 years ago where it's Biden saying we're going to have an unrelenting stream of immigration to replace old white men in this country. White guys like me are going to be a minority, and that's the point of all of this. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas is behind him nodding like worm tongue. But we can't uh, impeach him, apparently, because Mike Gallagher, member of Congress for Wisconsin, thinks that uh, it would set a dangerous precedent to impeach the guy who opens our border and allows tens of millions of foreigners to invade our shores, who is complicit in the wholesale trafficking of 80,000-plus children to strangers via the so-called asylum process. And here's what he actually says. He calls, and this this is a strange thing, he calls Secretary Mayorkas's program Stunning incompetence. What about the current situation has given anybody any reason to think that this is incompetence at all? It's clearly a deliberate policy. It is clearly on purpose. What sort of delusional land is Gallagher living in where Alejandro Mayorkas is just really trying his best? He just like accidentally created an app to facilitate the invasion Oh, he just accidentally lowered the number of questions that you're asking asylum seekers from 100 to 3. Oh, whoopsies, incompetence. What? You can't just say this is incompetence. There's no evidence anywhere ever that this is incompetence. So he's making the argument, we can't just impeach somebody for incompetence. First of all, yes, you can and should if this is the level of incompetence that they're showing. Second of all, why would you assume this is incompetence? It's not. Then he says, in 2019 and 2021, then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi and congressional Democrats used impeachment as a weapon against Mr. Trump. Later, he says that we can't do this. We, you know, Republicans can't also do the things that, Repo- that Democrats do. He says it will set a dangerous new precedent that will be weaponized against future Republican administrations. So I, I want to be perfectly clear. He's saying... That if we do what the Democrats already did, it'll set a precedent for them to do what they're already do. He literally uses the word weapon. It was used as a weapon against Mr. Trump 
But if we do it, then it will be weaponized against future Republican administrations. Again, this is just the. I don't know when it comes to my gal. I don't know if this is incompetence or, or, you know, purposeful, but it doesn't matter. You're saying that if we do this, they'll do the thing that they already did twice against President Trump. They'll weaponize the thing that they've already weaponized. Just none of it makes any sense in the slightest, not even a little bit. That's just the the, the tip of the iceberg. Stuff we're going to get into in this next hour. I mean, it gives a it gives a whole new meaning to gaslighting. It's uh, I don't even know how to. I mean, really, all these all these things. Oh, you know, just give you a little little preview here. mRNA COVID nineteen vaccines caused more deaths than they saved from Zero Hedge peer reviewed study. Well, I, this is the modern world, I guess. Uh, vaccines kill you. The border patrol is responsible for the invasion of foreigners. The police are the ones being beaten up while the criminals are being paid by the state. I just, inversion doesn't even begin to describe the situation that we're in. And simultaneously, again, I don't even want to like tease this because it's so good. On the same day, you have these two headlines. Israel to jail anyone who denies October 7th Hamas massacre. Israeli military opens probe into reports of October 7th friendly fire deaths. So they'll jail anybody who asks the question that they are simultaneously investigating as an official inquiry into the military. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The real red pill plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Very simple arguments that I feel like we make on almost a daily basis on this show, on the War Room, on Alex Jones Show, on Fan Video, and Infowars. And it's not like, like in many cases, we're the only ones I ever hear making some of these arguments, even though they're just obvious and basic, and and everybody, I mean, they're about like the definition of words, like like asylum seekers. How is it? That anytime any leftist ever uses the term asylum seeker, they aren't immediately interrupted by a Republican saying they're not asylum seekers. They're just not. They're just not. Period. That's it. So 
you know, use a different word. You can't use that word if that's not what they are. Seems obvious, seems basic. It's just about framing the argument as a, a basic foundational, you know, sort of principled decision as to whether the the thing that's happening is some sort of necessity, some sort of benefit for uh, uh, the tr- troubled and huddled masses, or whether it's just a word that's being used to circumvent our laws and let criminals into our country. It really should be an obvious and, and basic argument that anybody should make, but I hardly ever see it. I finally have one video of one dude, and bizarrely enough, he's on CNN. He makes this argument, amongst others. It's nice to see, and, and this video was posted on Twitter with the title, Oh My God, Voice of, Re- uh, Voice of Reason on CNN. So we'll go to this, and we'll move on from the, uh, from the border uh, into some more um, international news here. But let's go first, clip number 10. Here is somebody actually saying something true on CNN. It's a, it's a miracle. Let's watch. You're right. The Republicans have no interest at this point in helping Joe Biden. But Joe Biden, the Biden administration ignored this issue for three years. That's and not so, And so here we are with this crisis. And now here's the president saying, help me, bail me out. I mean, I can see where Republicans are a little ticked off Joe Biden could shut down the border tomorrow. The United States is not required to accept people who come here for asylum. It's it's a discretionary clemency. But there's a new NBC News poll out, and I want to share it with people. And they asked a question of who they think would do a better job at securing the border. 57% think that Trump would do. I mean, that's not even, I don't want to do math tonight, but even double 22 is not 57 they seem to trust Donald Trump's philosophies more than they do Trump. This, and yet, who's going to own this issue? The, right? And I don't think it will hurt Republicans because, Laura, I think that number is baked in. And Republicans will be able to spin this maybe in a better fashion than I have. But I think this will ultimately this issue is a weak issue for Democrats. This what is happening at the border is not Joe Biden's fault. And anyone who understands global migration, what happened during COVID, real foreign policy, will understand that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, on, Joe, hang on, Joe. But the polling has been consistent. It's not just the Republican base that believes Trump is stronger. When before and after he got elected, Biden encouraged immigrants to come. He actually got rid of a few of the things that Trump's policies that actually worked. And he because hasn't enforced, horrendous. but no, he I hasn't think, enforced laws he I, I, I think, as he should I think have. The pro- but I think there's a three-year history here where they don't trust this president because he didn't act. Well, look, you get the last word because her... Well, I think we're starting off with nothing. You're saying that you're going to allow 5,000 people in a day. I mean, obviously, you're saying that something that's illegal, you're making it legal. Um, you know, $60 billion for Ukraine. The, the single largest expenditure in this thing is directly to Ukraine. They should have just called it Ukraine. But, I, but let's, I think everybody's trying to pick a fight. It's just, it's just blatant gaslighting. I mean, I, again, it would be one thing, be one thing if I had to like provide evidence against what they were saying. Like, if their lies were just a little bit clever, a little bit devious, then maybe I'd have to, you know, try to explain how they're wrong. But 
you know, when, when they're just, when the guy's like, well, Biden changed a bunch of Trump's policies and opened the border. And she's just like, no, he didn't. It's like, no. Yes, he did. <laughs> what? Yes, he did. What are we talking about? I don't, we don't, it's not up for debate. You're just denying reality. So stop it. <laughs> stop doing that. It's very frustrating. It's almost easier if somebody's like kind of clever and is like able to word it in a way and, and you can confront the things that they're saying. But when they just are blatantly lying, it just leaves us going, well, that's a lie. That's a gaslighting lie. It's a lie. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's all just so obvious. And I, I don't know how these people aren't ashamed of themselves. Again, whether it's it's stupidity or, or willful deception, Democrats are just shameless, man. Really, 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 really shameless. And, of course, they, they do the same thing that they did. We talked about at the beginning of the show where they says the Republicans will be able to spin this. Spin what? What do you mean spin? Nobody's spinning anything. The border is wide open. It's a catastrophe. Cities are going bankrupt. Hospitals are shutting down. There's a migrant crime wave that has the NYPD commissioner literally yelling at the podium saying, what the hell are we doing here? What are we, are we, what are we spinning here? What are we fabricating? What are we creating? Nothing. It's just, this is just happening. And think, we're just responding to what's happening. And I th- I think they have to phrase really it meant. dishonestly. She meant was, we can't spin this. No, the guy, the guy, the guy said, the guy said Republicans will, I know, but that's what she meant. What she she really meant was we can't put a spin on this, you know, to say Republicans are going to spin this. Or am I wrong? No, I think he was basically all they're saying is that acknowledging reality gives Republicans a benefit. And I mean, it's, it's the same as, it's the same as all this stuff where it's like their policies are terrible but if you talk about the terrible outcome of their policies, they say, oh, you're just a Republican trying to spin this situation to your own political benefit. You're just trying to get Trump elected. And it's like, we're just trying to contend with reality. We're just trying to deal with reality. We're just trying to actually solve legitimate problems in this country. I know that the Democrats, like, they have everybody convinced that the only problem is that in this country is that teenage girls have to travel for three hours to kill their baby. I mean, that's the biggest issue. That's the only issue they can actually confront or deal with because it's the only one they have a solution for, which is on-demand abortion. Like, that's it. That's what they got. And they're also going to solve, you know, white supremacy that doesn't exist. So that's what they keep pushing. The problems that Republicans want to solve are things like horrific crimes continually happening in the daylight in America on streets that you used to be able to walk down because it's America. I guess before we move on to some international stuff, we can uh, we just take a look at some of this. Uh, clip number eight here. Last week, a, a white woman made the mistake of walking down the street in America, and uh, she paid the price for that. Now let's watch clip number eight. January 29th, when video shows a woman walking along West Lawrence Avenue on Chicago's northwest side. Within a few strides, a dark sedan screeches along the sidewalk and four people bail out and surround her. What happens next 
isn't fast, as robberies so often are. The four people who police say are armed with weapons shove, manhandle, and strip the 35-year-old woman of her personal property. The four-on-one robbery plays out on the Jefferson Park sidewalk for two solid minutes. For 120 seconds, they push and pat down the young woman, rifling her pockets and bags she'd been carrying. They pile back in the sedan and speed off, leaving the woman collecting herself and whatever they left on the ground. Then as a city bus approaches, the woman frantically tries to flag it down. The bus never so much as pauses. Her panicked waves for help in the middle of the street are ignored by two more passing drivers. Still, it gets worse. What appears to be the very same car of armed offenders returns for a replay. Three offenders leap out, surround her for a second time, this time delivering a blow to her head and another 60 seconds of physical intimidation. Finally, nearly four minutes later, it all ends when the offenders speed off for good, leaving a rattled woman stranded among what scattered items her attackers decided were of no use to them. Mother describes being, uh, describes being attacked twice minutes apart in Jefferson Park. Adriana tried to flag down cars and even a CTA bus, but no one stopped to help. Surveillance video shows. So, you know, these are the things that Republicans are worried about. And again, it's just, it's just stuck in my mind, that video from yesterday of the, the guy, because he kept saying, you know, that side is scared about what they see over here, and our side is scared about what they, about what we see over there. But remember, what they're scared of is that if Donald Trump gets into office, he's going to have alligators uh, with guns shooting migrants in the leg, right? So they're scared of just fantasy nonsense, right? They're scared of that white supremacy and Nazis will come back. That's what they're scared of. What we're scared of are things like American streets no longer being safe for our wives and daughters and mothers. What we're scared of is having a society so utterly shattered by division and forced diversity and just failure to uphold basic humanity that a woman beaten and bleeding on the side of the road, nobody will stop for it because they're too scared because they don't know if it's a trap and they're being lured into uh, some sort of assault. See, we're scared of the breakdown of basic, the basic fabric of society, leaving innocent people the helpless victims of criminals who will never be found if the cops ever get around to even looking for them because it happens so often that the police have a backlog 94 pages long and never even get around to investigating the crime that was committed against you. But God forbid you actually try to defend yourself because then you will find yourself locked up and the key thrown away like Daniel Penny or Daniel Perry or Derek Chauvin. So that's what we're scared of. Like We're scared of just the collapse that we witness around us. But what the other side is scared of is um, electrified alligators. So, you know, I guess we both have things that we're worried about. It's just completely absurd. But, you know, obviously, at least part of this has to do with Joe Biden's embarrassing incompetence. Not Alejandro Mayorkas's. I'm, I'm not going to say Alejandro Mayorkas is incompetent. He's extremely competent. And again, you, you almost have to admire it. If you're if you're really an evil person, you have to look in awe at how somebody can so openly, just in the face of an entire nation, 
open the border and then pl- pay, uh, play the victim when they're questioned on it. The level of competence that you have to achieve to pull that off is, uh, is really something else. So Biden's administration is not incompetent. Biden himself, however, well, that's a whole different story. Joe Biden is so incompetent. Oh, he's going to start World War III. I mean, he's so incompetent that he seems incapable of doing anything to even moderate the headlong charge towards massive worldwide conflict. This path that we seem to be embarked upon. We'll talk a little bit about censorship and hate speech and, and how this ties into the war in the Middle East and the uh, you know Israel conflict. And Joe Biden made a statement about this, clip number six here. Uh, here's Joe Biden explaining uh, how his foreign policy isn't as bad as it looks. Here's the president of the United States. There is some movement. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. There's some movement, there's been a response from the, uh, there's been a response from the opposition, but, um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Yeah. Again, you know, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to do at this point. It's like that's. That's the president of the United States. That's the person we're supposed to come up with arguments as to why they're not fit for office. I mean, I don't, you know, what do, what are we, what are we supposed to say here? What are we supposed to say? How anybody can see a video like that and not get like a sinking existential dread as to the path our country's taking. I mean, when Nikki Haley was on SNL, they're up there making jokes about like, maybe Trump needs to have a cognitive test. And all these people that are Biden supporters are like laughing and cheering. Trump obviously needs a cognitive test. If that was the only video of Joe Biden acting in the way that we just saw, it would be extremely troubling. I mean, it would be in any other situation, any other time in history. I mean, it would be 25th Amendment. It would be a crisis. It would be like we got to do something for the sake of our country. We can't let whatever happened there be the president of the United States. But it's every day. He never talks when you and you don't get a video like that. Every time he talks, there's a situation like that. So you got to. You got to understand how we're 
how we're being destroyed from the inside out with things like that. But I want to I want to talk about some strange examples of censorship when it comes to Israel and the Jews, shall we? And this is just really kind of bizarre, but I, I see a similar through line in all of these stories. So the first from NewArab.com is a big story today. Israel to jail anyone who denies 7th of October Hamas massacre. Israel may jail anyone who denies the 7th of October massacre narrative and deport the family of terrorists amid a raft of controversial bills that are currently being debated in the Knesset. The a, uh, a right-wing member of the Knesset proposed a law that would see people jailed for five years for denying or even downplaying the 7th of October killings and or expressing sympathy with Hamas's actions that day. He says the denial of the massacre constitutes an attempt to rewrite history already at this stage, an attempt to hide, minimize, and facilitate crimes committed against the Jewish people in the state of Israel, the bill proposes. Okay, so almost everything that the mainstream media said about October 7th turned out to be a lie, and it's been acknowledged at this point. So, I mean, just the idea that these types of things would be put into place, it's kind of a a legalization of, like, social media policy where Google will be, you know, Google or or Twitter or any of these things will be like, if you question major events, then that's illegal and that's hate speech and you have to be silenced. Just essentially saying that you have to accept the mainstream narrative, even if the mainstream narrative is completely lacking of any information or is obviously proven false. It doesn't matter. You're not allowed to question even very recent events for which the facts are still coming out. You're not allowed to question it or speculate it or listen to anybody except for the authorities telling you what it is. Now this is being sort of put into law. You know, it's just last October that this attack happened. Investigation's still going on. You know, uh, trial's still taking place in some circumstances. But they've decided they have the narrative. The narrative is set. The official talking points have been determined. After all, they're predicating a genocide on them. So you can't question the can't question the genocide, but you also can't question the reason that they're doing a new genocide. It's confusing what you can question, what you can't. But on the very same day that they want that they put forward a bill to jail anyone who denies or downplays the October 7th Hamas massacre from Reuters, Israeli military opens probe into reports of October 7th friendly fire deaths. Israel has begun investigating possible breaches of the law by forces during the Hamas attack on October 7th, the military said on Tuesday, following reports some Israeli civilians may have been killed by friendly fire in the fighting. The reality is most of the civilians killed were killed by friendly fire That's the reports from the hostages who were on the scene on the day. So is the Israeli military breaking Israeli law? Is the Israeli military allowed to investigate claims of friendly fire when it seems like if you claim that Israelis killed their own people, wouldn't that be questioning or downplaying the Hamas massacre? These types of questions would be important if any of like semblance of logical progression mattered at all, but it doesn't. So they're doing whatever. 
So again, the probe has been delayed due to the demands of the four-month-old uh, war in Gaza, but as fighting slackened, army commanders felt the time had come for an investigation. The left-wing Her- uh, Daily Heretz said the investigation centered on an incident in Kibbutz Beri, where one of the worst-hit communities in which a house was shelled by a tank, killing 12 Israeli hostages held by Palestinian Hamas gunmen. So again, this is, this is just one example of sort of the the, the ironic construction of some of these some of these events you're not allowed to question or downplay october 7th but they are officially investigating friendly fire that took place on that day so none of that makes any sense then you've got something like this from uh, echo chambers mayorkas changes u.s demographics republicans try to impeach him american jewish committee lobbies to stop them the justification for trying to stop them is that the impeachment is anti-Semitic because it implies the Jews are changing U.S. demographics. So what? So how does that make any sense? The U.S. demographics are, are being changed fundamentally, irreversibly, as we speak, by Alejandro Mayorkas, trying to impeach him because he's doing that on purpose. But they say you can't because he's Jewish, so it's therefore anti-Semitic to be against the thing that he is obviously doing. Okay. Doesn't really make any sense either. Elijah Schaefer experienced this as well. Just again, I see a similarity between all these. YouTube reached out to me to clarify that discussing the New York synagogue tunnels, an old video from last month, is now considered hate speech on the ground that it's a conspiracy theory to demean a protected group. The tunnels are now a conspiracy theory. So they simply reported on an event that was happening, the Jewish tunnels in New York, and they say that's hate speech, because I guess it's a trope that Jews dig tunnels, even though that was never a trope before the Jews were found to have dug tunnels. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Please go to InfoWarStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of Turboforce rises above the rest. 
the force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Hope people understand what I'm. Does everybody else see a, like a connection between these things? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense, obviously. You've got Hasidic Jews in New York digging a tunnel. But if you report on that, it's hate speech, apparently. That's, that's basically what this boils down to. Again, Elijah Schaefer. YouTube reached out to me to clarify that discussing the New York synagogue tunnels, an old video from last month, is now considered hate speech on the ground it's using a conspiracy theory to demean a protected group. The tunnels are now conspiracy. There's no conspiracy about it. I mean, it was just it was on video. We talked about it. It's just right there. There it is happening. But I guess because it's Jews doing it, you can't talk about it. Which I, and I even made the joke on the, on the day that all of this came out, 
you know, the ADL is frantically adding, you know, tunnels to their list of anti-Semitisms. Even though nobody'd ever heard of it, like nobody, you, you, nobody's ever like, oh, those tunnel digging Jews. <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's not, that's not a trope. That's not a, a anti-Semitic, you know, canard that is from the Middle Ages. You know, it, it is now. I guess it is now. Yeah, I guess it is now. It is now because of the thing that happened, right? I mean, it's funny. Hey, hey, let, let's cool it, you tunnel digging Jew hater. <laughs> Went to tunnel digging Jews out there. That's <laughs> so a thing happens, but if you talk about that thing happening, it's hate speech because ever since the thing happened, it's become a trope to talk about it. I mean, okay, all right. Again, they say hate speech. Content that incites hatred against individual or groups based on their protected group status isn't allowed on YouTube. This may include dehumanization, using slurs or stereotypes, inferiority claims, and or conspiracy theories. There's no conspiracy theory. It just, well, I mean, I guess it was. I mean, it was a conspiracy. It's like a bunch of people working together in secret to do something illegal. But do you, like, do you see a connection between that and between the American Jewish Committee saying that Alejandro Mayorkas changing the demographics of the United States is conspiracy theory? They say these uh, proceedings echo the great replacement conspiracy, citing assertions that Mayorkas is, quote, purposefully allowing increased numbers of migrants to enter the border to, in order to change the demographics of the United States. So, I mean, that is what's happening. But you can't talk about it. So remember, hate speech is when reality matches the stereotype. Hate speech is when reality comports with the trope. They say, as Jewish organizations grappling with real-world consequences of rising hate and extremism, we are deeply concerned that the effort to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas will further normalize dangerous anti-Semitic white supremacists and anti-immigrant conspiracy theories, the statement read. So their problem, I guess, should be with Mayorkas. Mayorkas is, is doing the thing that people, anti-Semitic people say, I mean, he's the one you should be going after. You should be saying, hey, man, you are doing the thing that anti-Semites say that Jews do. Stop doing that. But I, I guess, I don't know. I guess it's, it's, it's our fault for wanting a border. It's all for, it's all, it's our fault for wanting a border and, and making the mistake of trying to have that border while a Jewish person is in charge. Just as long as as long as a Jewish person's doing it, we can't talk about it or else it's a hate speech and conspiracy theory. It's very convenient. And again, I just see I just see a similar level of you know, nonsensical like like reverse logic when it comes to things like questioning the Hamas massacre while it's simultaneously being investigated by the IDF themselves as they look into 
verified claims of uh, friendly fire killing a huge number of the innocent civilians who died on that day. Okay. Yet another conspiracy theory that didn't exist before just the evidence of the thing happened. I mean, maybe it's just that it's the timeline that they can sort of manipulate to even make these arguments. Because it's not like October 7th happened. And as soon as it did, it was people just being like, oh, well, it was probably just the Israelis false flagging themselves, killing their own people. I never thought that was the case until I heard the person say it, until I heard the hostage say yeah, the Israeli army showed up and killed all of the hostages. So it's like the timeline was not, you know, event happens, then anti-Semitic conspiracy theory comes out of nowhere and obfuscates everything, and now there's an investigation over it. It was event happens, reports from an Israeli, says the Israeli army is the ones that killed all the hostages, But now if you talk about that, you might go to jail for five years in Israel. Are they going to send the hostage to jail for five years? I mean, the people making these claims were the victims of October 7th. That would be a very interesting court case, I think. Will Israel send the victims of October 7th to jail for saying what happened to them on October 7th? Because they're the ones, the Israelis, who were hostages of Hamas. As soon as they were freed, they gave statements to the media saying, I was there with 12 Israeli hostages and some Hamas guys. The IDF showed up. The IDF killed all of the hostages. Is that questioning or downplaying the Hamas massacre? And if so, are you then going to throw into Israeli prison the Israeli victim of the Hamas massacre? This is, do you see what I'm saying? How nonsensical and like convoluted and backwards all of this is. It's probably anti-Semitic for me to say that. How dare I notice glaring inconsistencies in logic? It's like, how dare I notice tunnels in a major news story? <laughs> crazy. Totally crazy. Uh, we have a lot of other stuff to get to today. We're going to get into this new peer-reviewed study showing that COVID-19 vaccines not only don't protect you from the virus, they have, in fact, killed more people than they've saved. Which I think, I don't think that's supposed to happen. I'm no doctor, but I'm pretty sure the medicine is not supposed to have a higher death rate than the disease that it's trying to cure. Then again, what do I know? So I'll get into that article here on the other side. We'll also get into what's going on in Ukraine. And uh, there is more stuff out of Israel if we want to talk about that. But in the meantime, let me remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com today to get a product just to support an outlet that tries we might just in all sincerity. We're just just struggling to make sense of what the hell's going on and how people have gotten so utterly twisted in their mindsets and in their interpretation of the world around them, the abuse and misuse of things like hate speech in order to restrict free speech and silence people talking about real events that are just actually going on. 
Support free speech in all of its forms by going to InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off Nitric Boost is the big sale today, and it's uh we've never been able to offer it for more than 25% off because it's so hard to get the ingredients that are required for this incredibly powerful product to go. Find out for yourself what Nitric Boost can do for you and get 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. 
And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We're joined in the third hour by Drew Hernandez. We have a lot of videos and things to show you before then. And it would be one thing if... Like some of this inversion taking place, if it was just like one or two examples, we could kind of uh, deal with it. I feel like I'm literally drowning in this stuff. I mean, it is constant. It's everywhere. It's in every single story that we cover on a daily basis. It's enough to make you feel crazy. The Border Patrol is opening the border. Right. The the vaccine kills you. The education system makes you dumber. Like it's, everything is totally inverted. One of the sort of best examples of this has been happening all over the world, or at least all over the Western world. And yet again, it, it is it is so blatant. It's so obvious. It's so right there in your face. I feel like condescending to even talk about it, but I guess people don't understand this. The reason that the refugee crisis in Europe was allowed to happen, the reasons that were given, especially in somewhere like Ireland, we've showed the headline over and over again that says, you know, Ireland's going to need four million immigrants to keep its pension system solvent. It was all about the pension system. It's all about their form of social security. It's basically saying that because Europeans are dying out because their birth rate is so catastrophically low, they need an influx of new people to work the jobs, to pay into the pension system that then is later, you know, is being used by the, the Europeans as they retire. So you've got, you're bringing in millions of migrants predicated on the idea that you need workers to fill up the pensions. Then all of the migrants go on welfare. The pension system is looted even more quickly than it would be otherwise. And then the people who rely on the pension are told they can't retire for extra. They have to work extra years to pay for the welfare for the migrants that were brought in to pay for the pensions. But you see what I'm saying? You see, like it's. It's every, it's like one of the best examples of just like the inversion of everything. Like I, I was trying to think of like a, a analogy, a metaphor to come up, but like you don't need one. It's just this is what's happening. I just, I mean, it just makes no sense. It just makes no sense at all. 
like bombing for bombing for peace, right? So, something like that, where you're just the thing you're doing is the like the 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 outcome of what you're doing is the opposite of the reason that you're doing the thing. It makes my makes my head spin. So this is happening in the UK now. It's, it's happened in France. It's happened in Sweden. There are big riots in France, right? They're uh, raising the retirement age. Sweden, same thing. Germany, the same thing. Ireland, the same thing. Again, they they say we've got to bring in millions of migrants to fill up the pension funds. They bring in millions of migrants. They all go on welfare. They tell the pensioners, you actually have to work for five more years. You'll never actually get to take advantage of your pension, even though we've destroyed your country, bringing in millions of people predicated on the idea that it would save your pension. So it's happening in the UK now. Here's the story from The Guardian. UK state pension age will soon need to rise to 71, say experts. The retirement age will have to rise to 71 for middle-aged workers across the United States, I'm sorry, across the United Kingdom, according to research into the impact growing life expectancy and falling birth rates on state pension. The UK pension age of 66 is set to rise to 67 between May 2026 and March 2028. From 2044, it's expected to rise to 68. But the research suggests that's not enough and that anyone born after April uh, 1970 may have to work until they're 71 before claiming their pension. And they're like, it's because you're you're too healthy. You're living too long. It's like, what is the what is the point of our society? Do do humans exist for the economy, or does the economy exist for humans? And what is the purpose of paying into a pension fund for fifty years if by the time you get to use it, you're seventy five years old? You're going to die within five years. And none of this makes any sense. So just to really illustrate how bad this is from way of the world, in 2010, those under 40 held 7 pounds 53 cents of every 100 pounds of wealth. By 2020, that figure had fallen to just $3.98. So like per capita, every 100 pounds of wealth in the U.K., 13 years ago, 14 years ago, those under 40 held almost $8 of that wealth. Now it's under $4 they hold. So essentially the wealth that's being held by young people in the UK has been cut in half on purpose as a part of the destruction of ownership, the destruction of the middle class that's taking place around the world is that we move towards the social credit, digital, uh, central bank digital currency debt society that they're creating they're they're looting all of the savings as we move towards that so the generation that was told we need mass immigration to fund our pensions and health care are now being told sorry we miscalculated you're actually going to have to work till you drop to fund the housing and health care of the migrants you bring in migrants pay for the pensions now you'll never be able to claim your pension you have to work until you're dead to pay for the migrants this is what i mean it's like it's not just one thing. It's not just one little example. It is literally continuous, and in, in every possible way, everything is completely inverted beyond recognition. And there's another example of this, clip number 11. This was posted. It is a line in Bristol, U.K., 
it's a line to see the NHS dentist. So the socialized healthcare dentist, it's people with folding chairs. It is a line around the block. It is hundreds of people waiting for up to two days just to see a dentist. And the person that posts this video posts this and says, you know, look at this line for the NHS dentist. I don't want to ever hear anybody say that immigrants are a problem in this country. The video is 90% immigrants. If there weren't immigrants in this video, there wouldn't be a line. Maybe one-tenth of the people look like white native Britons, and they, you know, they could still be immigrants from Eastern Europe or something. Or at least in a cursory glance, like maybe a tenth of these people are actual UK natives. Everybody else is immigrants. So again, there's this inversion that it's like everybody gets confused by it. Where people are literally going, wait, you posted this video saying, you know, this is evidence that immigrants aren't the problem because NHS is so overwhelmed, but NHS is overwhelmed because of the immigrants, a huge number of immigrants. And it just goes on and on. I don't know if I've ever seen a line this long. It goes on for like a mile. It's people waiting for the dentist. What? I was just hoping for treatment. Hundreds queue at new NHS dental practice in Bristol, hoping for treatment. Police called to manage crowds on the opening day of St. Paul's dental practice. Formerly a BUPA facility? I don't even know what that is. So again, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know how we're uh, supposed to confront or deal with any of this stuff. When everything is so blatantly inverted and and inverted and the opposite of everything that would make any sense at all, it just, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. They're like, we have to bring in immigrants to prop, because that's another thing they say. The UK says we need immigrants to pay taxes, to fund the NHS. They're like, the NHS is insolvent. We need more immigrants to pay for the NHS. The NHS then collapses under the weight of the new migrants who don't have jobs and are on welfare and taking advantage of NHS. Is it incompetence? Is it on purpose? Is it a deliberate policy of collapse? Or is everyone running the world retarded? Does it matter? back. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This Survival Silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal Silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today, available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. So, Alex, we've been told for a long time the climate change emergency is settled science. It looks like it's no longer settled. Uh, what happened? Well, there's a series of three new peer-reviewed papers published in major prestigious scientific journals just over the last month or so. And uh, taken together, they completely undermine the alleged scientific consensus on man-made global warming. Um, one of them found that about 40% of the observed warming can be explained away using the urban heat island effect. So to try to summarize that, basically a lot of these thermometers were put out there in an open field, in a rural area. A city was built up around it. And so it gets warmer, obviously, not because there's global warming, but because there's a city around the thermometer. Uh, the rest of the warming, they found, can be easily explained using changes in uh, solar activity that NASA has been tracking meticulously for many decades. And so uh, right now, these are in the peer-reviewed literature. And instead of responding to this, you've got the climate establishment going on Twitter and saying these guys are basically poo-poo heads and clowns and deniers. Uh, so... You know, at this point, you wonder, do they have a scientific response? Because if they did, they would probably write a peer-reviewed paper to refute the ones that just undermined their, their claims. Well, how did they get them in, you know, it's hard to get a peer-reviewed, peer-reviewed paper when it comes to these topics. What was the kind of hole in the, the wall that brought this about, so to speak? 
Uh, you're right. It is very hard to get any peer-reviewed studies in the journals uh, because there's there's almost like a, an iron wall blocking this. And we, we got some insight into this during the ClimateGate scandal in 2009 when a bunch of emails were hacked and leaked to the public showing a bunch of uh, so-called climate scientists, in fact, some of the leading so-called climate scientists, conspiring to hide their data from other researchers, conspiring to hide the decline in global temperatures, and conspiring to silence any scientists who wouldn't go along with the narrative, keep them out of the journals, keep them out of uh, the, you know, TV, media interviews, etc. And so what happened is these papers were just really solid. Um, you know, these three journals that published them, they're not known for being, uh, you know, climate denier uh, publications, but the science was very sound. Uh, they did one special issue in the journal Climate, for example. They had uh, some guest editors, including Dr. Ned Nikolov, uh, who I wrote about back in 2017. They looked at this. They said, wow, you know, th this is correct as best as we can tell. So the peers looked at it. They accepted it. And, um, you know, th this is a really prestigious team, Josh. We're talking about almost 40 scientists from around the world. Uh, the lead author, Dr. Willie Soon, one of the world's top astrophysicists, if not the top astrophysicist, he used to be at the Harvard-Smithsonian. You've got uh, Ronan Connolly. Uh, these are very, very well-established, very prestigious, highly credentialed experts. And, um, you know, it, it's good to, to finally see some alternative viewpoints published in the peer-reviewed literature. I think the dam is finally cracking, Josh. Yeah, well, you know, what I've heard from a lot of people before was that nobody dares say it. Everybody understands it. Nobody dares say it. What effect are we seeing now that some pretty credible people are stepping forward on this? Uh, that's exactly right. And, and I reached out to a lot of scientists for my article in the Epic Times about this. And over and over again, I kept saying, you know, I'd love to comment, but I can't because my funding is going to be jeopardized. My grant's going to be jeopardized. You know, if I get associated with saying that these papers are important, uh, I'm going to be, um, you know, labeled and I won't be able to participate anymore in scientific debates. So there's still a, a very real sense that that's going on. But what, when you look at the, the scientists behind these papers, uh, for example, Dr. Willie Soon, uh, these are people who've now moved away from the major institutions. Uh, Dr. Willie Soon ended his, his time at Harvard-Smithsonian last year, and they're now working independently. So they have a, an organization called CERIS. That's the real issue, right? Uh, any scientist who comes out and says, hey, the U.N. is not telling the truth, the federal government is not telling the truth, they're, they're, their grants are going to dry up. Uh, if they're not tenured, they're going to be at risk of losing their job. But when you take a bunch of scientists who are completely independent, who don't need federal grants, who don't need to participate with the U.N., they have a lot more freedom, and I think that's what's going on here. So that was Alex Newman, of course, with a uh, really great breakdown, as as he always provides. We're going to be joined by Drew Hernandez later in this hour. Before we do, we're going to bring you some very important news about censorship, uh, an AI company headed by a former FBI DHS member that is censoring... Everyone on social media and talk about COVID vaccine peer reviewed studied on the other side. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the real red pill plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 
Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Barrier, one truth at a time. You're listening to the American Journal. Welcome back, folks. Third hour of American Journal is on. Remember, you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It's the only way that we get funding it's from you, the American people, when you get a great product. There are lots on offer there at InfoWars. Nitric Boost is just incredibly powerful. You really need to go look up for yourself what this supplement can do for you. It's 40% off right now. We've not been able to offer it that cheaply before. We've only been able to offer it for 25% off, but now it's 40% off. And nitric oxide is the molecule you really need to be looking into. It plays various important roles in the body, contributing to both physiological and pathological processes. Vasodilation is one area where it has a massive impact. Nitric oxide is a potent vasodilator, meaning it can help relax and widen blood vessels. This can lead to increased blood flow and improved circulation, which is crucial for various bodily functions. And that's just one of the effects that it has in terms of cardiovascular health, immune support system health, and exercise performance. There's never been a better time to try Nitric Boost than right now at InfoWarsStore.com. In the, in the world of inversion, there's no bigger lie than our democracy. And I want to go to this video here just to, again, reemphasize the absurdity of that phrase, our democracy, where routinely – as if it's, I mean, like a like a joke that's being played on all of us. You've got these policies that are opposed by the vast majority of the population and yet are imposed in a top-down sort of way from the authorities at the very top who do so in the name of democracy. It's predictable at this point. Let's go down to clip number 13. Ireland has fallen. Here the... P, the uh, Prime Minister of Ireland is asked about the policies that they're pursuing, despite the fact that a nationwide, highly respected, and extremely thorough polling of the Irish population showed that 70% were against the measures being pursued, only to be told they're pursuing them anyway. Democracy be damned. Let's go now to clip number 13. Uh, your government conducted a public consultation regarding hate speech laws where citizens were asked to give their thoughts on the issue and out of the thousands of responses from private individuals over 70% were not supportive of such laws and yet you're proceeding with them anyway. So my question is why did your government bother to do a public consultation if you were just going to ignore the results? Well we do public consultations because we think they're, they're good practice. Uh, it's a way to um, find out what people's thoughts are on, on issues um, and it's also you know, a way to flesh out and highlight some of the issues that we may not have considered. Um, but we're also you know, wise to the fact that uh, the vast majority of people 
don't make submissions to public consultations. We have to bear that in mind. It's only a small portion of the population that participate in these things, so it's not necessarily reflective of public opinion. Uh, and also we're wise to the fact that very often uh, submissions are organised and campaign groups will organise responses, so uh, we're clear with that too. But, but why, hold, why hold the consultation if the, the end result is just going to be disregarded on the basis that it's not representative of public opinion? What's the point of it then? Well, well the point is that we're a democracy and in Ireland we have elections and decisions are made by the government and the elected parliament. They're not made on foot of public consultations or opinion polls. That's not what they're about. Um, they're about testing the temperature. So is, so is it just for show then? No. <laughs> See, we're a democracy. So that should explain why we're doing the super unpopular thing that the people don't want. It's absolutely everywhere. Everywhere and in everything, inversion reigns. And of course, one of the most glaring examples of this is the inverted, completely backwards and and reverse effect of the vaccine from Zero Hedge. mRNA COVID-19 vaccines caused more deaths than it saved. This comes from a peer-reviewed study. With considerably lower efficacy rates, mRNA COVID-19 vaccines cause more deaths than save lives, according to a new study whose researchers called for a global moratorium on the shots and an immediate removal from childhood immunization schedule. The peer-reviewed study, published in the Curious Journal on January 24th, analyzed reports from the initial phase three trials of Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. These trials led to the shots being approved under the emergency use authorization in the United States. The study also looked into several other research and reviews of the trials. It found that the vaccines had dramatically lower efficacy rates than the vaccine companies claimed. Moreover, based on conservative assumptions, the estimated harms of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines greatly outweigh the award, the rewards. For every life saved, there were nearly 14 times more deaths caused by the modified mRNA injections. For every one life saved, there were nearly 14 times more deaths caused by modified mRNA injections. Given the well-documented serious adverse events and unacceptable harm-to-reward ratio, they say we urge governments to endorse and enforce a global moratorium on these modified mRNA products until all relevant questions pertaining to causality, residual DNA, and aberrant protein production are answered. The authors also recommended an immediate removal of the COVID-19 vaccines from childhood immunization schedule. They pointed out the children were at very low risk from infection. So it'd probably be a lot higher than 1 to 14 for kids, since kids uh, don't die of COVID. So I don't know how many you'd have to inject to save a life with the COVID vaccine. But you'd probably have to kill, you know, probably like 100 people would die from the vaccine before a kid was saved from it. Following the first trials of Pfizer and Moderna, it was claimed that the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines had a 95% reduction of symptomatic COVID-19, the study pointed out that efficacy assumption was false. The researchers pointed out that a large number of infections fell under the suspected COVID-19 category, which was ignored. A total of 3,410 such suspected cases were identified in the trial, which is 20 times higher than the 170 confirmed cases. Basically, it's just going through the 
fraud that was carried out to qualify this vaccine as a emergency use authorization product. Researchers criticized the Pfizer and Moderna trial reports for exclusive focus on relative risk or RR measure while omitting absolute risk reduction. They argued that absolute risk reduction gives a better indication of a drug's clinical utility. Both, both types, types of risk estimation are required to avoid reporting bias and provide a more comprehensive perspective on vaccine efficacy. Omitting the absolute risk statistic leads to overestimation, overestimation of the clinical benefits of the vaccine. In contrast with the 95% efficacy rate, uh, rate using the RR measure, absolute risk reduction for Pfizer and Moderna vaccines were 0.7% and 1.1% respectively, the study stated. To prevent one case of COVID-19 infection, 142 individuals need to be vaccinated with Pfizer's shot, the study said. When it came to Moderna, 88 people had to be in, uh, injected. Taking into account these numbers, as well as infection fatality rates of COVID-19, the researchers concluded that roughly 52,000 people would need to be vaccinated to prevent one COVID-19-related death. That would mean two lives saved per roughly 100,000 injections of Pfizer's vaccine. However, there is a risk of 27 deaths per 100,000 doses of Pfizer shot the researchers calculated. As such, for every life saved by the jab, almost 14 lives would be lost due to the mRNA vaccine, the studies stated. Again, that story's at Zero Hedge. You can look into it for yourself. I mean, we knew it was bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Fourteen deaths from vaccine side effects for every one COVID death potentially prevented. So that's um, called mass murder. That's what that is. Unwarranted mass murder. I don't know how else to put it. You can look at the study for yourself. Again, it's peer-reviewed and published in a scientific journal. So you can you can either trust the science or go get your shot. From Evoc Times, another story uh, similar in this. Moderna scientists warn mRNA vaccine carries toxicity risk. A major challenge now is how to efficiently de-risk potential toxicities associated with mRNA technology. The scientists wrote in the paper, which was published by Nature Review's Drug Discovery on January 23rd. The Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines use modified mRNA technology. It's delivered by lipid nanoparticles. The toxicity risk includes lipid nanoparticle structural components, production methods, route of administration, and proteins produced by complex mRNAs. The authors of the paper wrote, you know, I, again, it's just a, just yet another thing. Just yet another thing. It's like, well, there's all these massive risks. And what's the benefit? Literally nothing. Literally absolutely nothing. You are 14 times higher to die from the vaccine than you are from COVID. And every vaccine you get increases the likelihood that you die from it that much more and increases the likelihood that you get the disease. Correspondingly. And it just goes on and on. And, and again, we can, you know, let's get into this. 
because I still have stories about transgenderism and the, the jobs report. Just everything's backwards and re- reverse and retarded. So it's just, I, you know, you can just assume for yourself. Uh, just quickly, I'll just say this. So <laughs> yeah, I'll do this quick. We'll do this part quick here. Uh, the story from NBC News, the hilarious lie from NBC News, survey of over 90,000 trans people show vast improvement in life satisfaction after transition. A survey of more than 90,000 transgender people in the United States, the largest nationwide survey of the community ever, found that trans people continue to experience workplace and medical discrimination. However, the overwhelming majority of them report life more life satisfaction after having transitioned. So apparently the National Center for Transgender Equality, NCTE, uh, asked their, you know, constituents if they were happier after transitioning, and they they said yes. The majority said uh, they were happier, which amazing, really amazing. I mean, it's not a scientific study. It was a self-reporting study, and... The group that they were asking was, you know, targeted as being somebody who would come up with this result, and they don't actually share their methodology, who they asked or how. So basically, you can completely ignore all of this. That thing I just said, that was just NBC being a propagandist for this organization who has a specific agenda they're pushing and came up and worked out a survey to get the results they wanted. The actual truth about this comes from these big uh, journals. You know, this is like a whole bunch of pages. This is a big scientific study. This has the actual answer. Long-term follow-up of transsexual persons undergoing sex reassignment surgery cohort study in Sweden. The objective was to estimate mortality, morbidity, and criminal rate after uh, surgical sex reassignment of transsexual persons. It was a population-based matched cohort study, again, published in journals.plos.org. The result is that the overall mortality for sex reassigned persons was higher during follow-up than for controls, particularly death from suicide. Particularly death from suicide. So the actual scientific studies about this show that those who go through sex reassignment surgery have an increased risk for suicide attempts and psychiatric inpatient care. Sex reassigned persons had also had an increased risk for suicide attempts and psychiatric inpatient care. So what the biased, unscientific survey said is you'll be a lot happier if you do your gender transition. What the actual scientific study says is actually the suicide rate and suicide attempt rate and psychiatric intervention rate increases massively after getting the transgender surgery. So you might as well call it a vaccine. This is like the vaccine of chopping your gonads off. Persons, uh, here's the conclusion of the study. Persons with transsexualism after sex reassignment have considerably higher risk for mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity than the general population. Our findings suggest that sex reassignment, although alleviating gender dysphoria, may not suffice as a treatment for transsexualism and should inspire improved psychiatric and somatic care after sex reassignment for this patient group. Okay. So, 
You're 14 times more likely to die if you get the vaccine. You're also more likely to get the disease the more often you get the vaccine. And if you take the cure for transgender, transgenderism or gender dysphoria in order to save your life, because you'd rather have a, you'd rather have a dead, you'd rather have a living daughter than a dead son. Your, your kid will die if you don't let them transition. And then the scientific study comes out showing that after transition, suicidality increases. And there's more for this from statsforgender.com. When it comes to gender dysphoric children, there's little evidence that medical transition decreases suicide rates. There's little evidence to assert that puberty blockers are necessary to prevent suicide. After sex reassignment surgery, one study showed that adult transsexual clients were 4.9 times more likely to have made a suicide attempt and 19.1 times more likely to have died from suicide. So after sex reassignment surgery, you are 20 times more likely to die from suicide. A prominent study claiming that medical transition alleviated suicidality had to be corrected and clarified that it proved no advantage of surgery in this regard. A long-term Swedish study finds that post-operative transgender people have considerably higher risk for suicidal behavior. Similarly, in a study of the European Journal of Endocrinology demonstrates that suicide rates among transgender male to females were 51% higher than the general population. Okay, so there you go. Everything's inverted. Absolutely everything. How do they maintain this illusion of reality? How do they keep people taking anything that they say seriously? Well, it has a lot to do with censorship, and censorship's about to get a hell of a lot more intense. Logically, logically AI is an AI firm that spies on your social media posts to help government, businesses, and enterprise organizations tackle, quote, harmful disinformation and deliver harmful misinformation and deliberate disinformation online to date logically is active in the usa the uk and india the firm leverages ai to rapidly detect and combat harmful and manipulative content on a large scale through data and content from social media platforms online media sources and websites they offer many features to detect assess and act on emerging threats using ai to seamlessly analyze vast amounts of data in order to preemptively identify and prevent damage from potential risk threats and harmful information Working alongside governments, defense and national security, public health, law enforcement, election officials and other businesses to fight against any unforeseeable real world consequences of mis slash disinformation and harmful narratives. They've integrated 13 data science models to analyze data in a situation room, providing detailed insights uh, on a number of different targets. What are logical logically's data sources? Everything. What could go wrong? Absolutely everything. We'll go now to clip number nine. Logically, AI is a British AI firm that can suppress any content they deem as misinformation on Facebook and elsewhere online. Let's watch. More recently, in collaboration with Unheard and Real Clear Investigations, and with my co-author Jack Paulson, I reported that Moderna relaunched these efforts to influ- influence the vaccine discourse last summer, again working with public good projects. Moderna employed the services of the artificial intelligence firm TalkWalker to monitor vaccine-related conversations across 150 million websites, including social media and gaming platforms like Steam. There are many other examples in my reporting, beyond the Twitter files and Moderna documents, that show overreach by government and corporate interests to stifle free speech. Last month, I revealed documents on the activities of Logically, a British artificial intelligence firm that is poised to shape the 2024 election. It is important to underscore why the American public should be aware of this firm. 
logically previously had contracts in the United Kingdom to combat misinformation during the pandemic. But like many other firms of this nature, they instead surveilled legitimate forms of speech, including thoughtful concerns about pandemic lockdowns. Logically boasted of a special partnership with Facebook to automatically suppress and label any content they deemed as misinformation, giving the company immense influence over content moderation decisions. In my official written remarks, my testimony, I go into much greater detail about my record on these issues, writing on censorship and surveillance of animal rights activists and labor union activists. I have profiled the various private contractors that began by spying on behalf of the FBI during the war on terror that now utilize artificial intelligence to spy on conservative anti-vaccine mandate activists. More recently, I've reported on organized suppression of peaceful speech by pro-Palestinian activists. I so there you go, startup bets on artificial intelligence to counter misinformation, logically AI. It's a UK company, uh, but it's got its roots in the American spy system. From independentsentinel.com, the AI company preparing to censor the U.S. 2024 election. Logically AI is a British AI firm that is, quote, poised to shape the 2024 election. It boasts they can automatically suppress and label any conf- uh, content they deem as misinformation on Facebook. Logically AI helped the UK government censor critics of lockdowns and vaccine passports. It was discovered by Brian Murphy, a former FBI agent in the intel wing of the DHS, who lamented the failure of the government disinformation board. He worked with the government to censor Americans, and then he joined Logically AI, one of the many censorship companies based in the UK. According to new confidential documents, American military interests and election officials are now embracing the firm. In collaboration with Real Clear Investigations, Lee Fang, the person you just heard testifying, wrote that Logically AI, quote, keeps tabs on over one million conversations. They also have a public face producing viral content with traditional news media. They're experimenting with natural language to, quote, generate effective counter speech to deliver novel solutions for content moderation and fact checking. In other words, Artificial intelligence-powered bots that produce in real time original arguments to dispute content labeled as misinformation. They are one of the organizations planning to control the 2024 election and social media platforms. So logically, AI, a firm already deployed to silence people speaking out against lockdowns and vaccine mandates, which, of course, at this point have were proven to be utterly either unnecessary or hugely damaging. The lockdowns and things that people were very rightfully standing up against, that was determined to be disinformation. And the arguments against lockdown were, of course, crushed and censored and algorithmically suppressed biologically AI in cooperation with not just the UK government, but figures within the American government, such as the FBI and the DHS, who tried and failed to have their disinformation governance board and have since moved to the private realm to implement their censorship program specifically to manipulate the outcome of the 2024 election. So we need your help now more than ever, folks. Infowarsstore.com will be joined by Drew Hernandez on the other side. Stay with us. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I'll 
almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. The media's watchdog and America's voice. You're on the American Journal. Welcome back, folks. We return to the topic that we started with, that is the southern border. 
Very happy to have with me today Drew Hernandez, InfoWars contract reporter, host of Drew Hernandez Live. He is an investigative reporter, commentator, and host of Drew Hernandez Live. He's currently reporting for InfoWars Live at the U.S.-Mexico border. You can follow him on X at x.com slash Drew H. Live or on Rumble, rumble.com slash Drew Hernandez. Drew, thanks so much for joining us. We played one of your videos uh, yesterday. Powerful stuff, man. How you doing? Hey, Harrison, good to be back on the Infowar on the American Journal, man. Well, on? Ha- happy to happy to have you here. How are things going uh, on the border? Yeah, so uh, we decided we were down in Eagle Pass with uh, the Infowars crew that did kind of the first few days down, uh, kind of waiting for the trucker convoy. And we noticed that Greg Abbott was just kind of having like a photo op. They shut down Shelby Park entirely. There's still illegals coming through in different areas in Texas, but not nearly as many as it was before. And it just kind of is a testimony to how quickly this thing can get shut down literally within 48 hours, probably even sooner. Um, but at the same time, so we decided to reroute because we've been hearing of some new hotspots in Jacumba, California, uh, Arizona's popping off as well. Yuma and different uh, locations on the southern border. So we decided to go to SoCal. This is San Diego County. And what's interesting about this is it's a pretty secured area. And when I say secure, uh, not Americans securing it. Uh, the cartel have a total uh, grip on this area in Jacumba, California. And what I want Americans to understand at home, especially if you're a SoCal resident in San Diego, this is about an hour south of SeaWorld. Just a simple drive, and you make the drive down, and these illegals, and, and these are not, listen, and, and I don't want to get it twisted, and I know you showed the clip, but I want people to really understand this is a very specific spot that the cartel have locked down and secured. Of course, the Border Patrol are down there um, every time we talked to one of them, which was interesting because I've been down to the southern border several times. And uh, anytime we talk with Border Patrol, whether it's in Texas or Arizona, they seem to be pretty open. They're pissed. They want to talk to the media that they can trust because they're sick of it because they want to do their job. They want to shut this thing down and they're tired of being looked at like the bad guys as the ones that are causing the collapse. When in reality, we know the powers that are you know, the real puppet masters in this Harrison. So what was interesting about California was when we were talking to these Border Patrol agents, you could tell that they have been given orders not to talk to media. Mm. Uh, Every time we talk to them, I mean, and it's interesting because every time, you know, they recognize you, they know who you are, they could look you up on Google immediately, they find out who you work for, and they they, they trust you. And uh, not this time in this this specific location in, in SoCal, I think it's obvious um, that they've been given orders not to communicate with media. Uh, even, even, and, and what's interesting, Harrison, when you go down there, um, these border patrol agents or even Texas DPS, if you go down to Texas, um, they're willing to talk, uh, off camera or off record. They'll tell you everything. They may not say everything on camera, but these guys want to talk. And, uh, California was not like that, not even off camera, off record. They just didn't want to have a conversation. So I thought it was interesting because, As we were there, we were noticing a lot of cartel activity on the American side, just openly and freely. And this specific location in Jacumba, you can walk up and down uh, the southern border wall on the east side and the west side in this particular location. It's totally open. Um, All that's really standing in the way of these illegals flooding in are just some trampled barbed wire. And the, the wall is just wide open. If people are familiar 
Um, with my coverage on Yuma, Arizona, it's the exact same thing. The wall ends on an Indian reservation, and these people just walk on the Mexican side. They walk around into America, and they turn themselves into the Border Patrol. Um, what was interesting about this, Harrison, in Jacumba, California, is it is majority military-aged males right. uh, from China, from Brazil, from Colombia. And every time we talk to these guys, they were all saying the same thing. They're like, where are you guys going? Oh, we're we're going to stay here in San Diego. Oh, we're going to go to Boston. We're going to, we're going to go to uh, Chicago. We're going to Atlanta. Like they already have their plans in motion. And I can assure you, uh, this specific, um, report that we were able to do, this was like 1.30 in the morning. And, uh, usually Harris, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, usually when you're reporting down there, uh, you want to do these reports while Border Patrol is there, um, kind of transitioning these people and processing these people because, these illegals, we don't know who they are. They don't even know who they are, Harrison. Right. <laughs> the Board of Trust has no idea who these people are. These are unpredictable illegals that are already breaking our laws getting into the country. So when you're around these areas, you really have to, you know, read the situation, watch your back, make sure you have people with you. But um, this was a specific location, the report that you guys played, and we're just showing the B-roll. This was about a 30-minute drive turn off the main road in the middle of nowhere uh, of Jacumba, California, very well hidden. It's not an easy place to find. And we finally found it at like 1.30 in the morning, dude. I was texting Alex and, and Tim. I'm like, dude, we're it's 1.30, dude. We got a cartel car behind us. I'm just letting you know because if I disappear, at least you you know somewhat of a location of where I am. Seriously. So, uh, no, seriously. And so what's interesting here, um, that's another story. This uh this uh, very fussy little little Mexican man that would not identify or show me his papers. It was right. pretty based. I was checking this dude. I was like, give me your papers. Are you an American? <laughs> I'll get to that soon. We'll get to that soon. But but this this military-aged uh, male encampment, they had all their bonfires. Uh, they're uh -huh. well-organized. Um, NGOs coming in and out. Uh, they were uh, packing luggage, putting into the back of cars that were California license-plated. Mm. Um, but we, we the Border Patrol was not there. They just left. So we went in there. We're like, it's InfoWars. Yeah. Let's go. You got to get the story. No, we got to, you know. I, I worry, I worry every time when you guys go down to the border because it, it really is lawless. And, uh, you know, even if the border patrol was there, I'm not sure they would, uh, want to help you. And maybe we'll play the video. Well, we only have you for, for not very long. So in case people missed the video yesterday, it was the fact that the guy says, F America. As he's infiltrating people into America, there's no pretense of, oh, I'm an asylum seeker. Thank you, America, for bringing me in. He's saying they're saying F America as he's bringing people into America. I mean, the, the temerity of these people, Drew, it's, it's infuriating. And I'm glad you're able to keep your, your calm. But what was your experience? Like, what was it like to talk to this guy who's breaking our laws, human trafficking right in front of you and saying F America to your face? Yeah, I think it's just a testament to what exactly is happening. Right. Uh, and especially like normies and, you know, these these people that are not, you know, it's not even like a political interest, this situation. It's not a humanitarian crisis. It's not a border crisis. It's an invasion. It's a collapse of American sovereignty. It's all strategically calculated, well-funded and planned. Yep. And so if you guys have friends out there or family, I know you do, Harrison, like just like I do. I'm always sharing this stuff with them. I'm showing them. And the lie is, well, this is majority of families and, and, and little kids and they're just seeking a better life. But the majority of these males down there, like that confrontation I had with this guy that would not identify his citizenship, which shouldn't be a problem. Right. Um, I think that is the war cry of these illegals. F America. 
And he going on, he, he, he literally went on to say that this is Mexican, this is a Mexican territory. We're standing in the United States. And, and let me, let me, let me give you this detail as well, Harrison. That specific location where I had that confrontation with these so-called Christian humanitarians, they're all fake. Right. All right. They're liars. They're frauds. They're not Christians. It's not Christian to aid and abet human trafficking operations that are breaking the law of the land. Period. I'll debate right. anybody on planet Earth on that point from a theological perspective, and you will lose, not because I'm anything special, but because the Bible will destroy you every single time you try to go up against that. So based, Jesus, there you go. The Bible uh, the Bible is uh, pretty supportive of borders and uh, lands belonging to certain people and not to others. I, I think I remember that from the Old Testament, yeah. Absolutely, but real quick while we got a minute, Harrison, um, so this specific location where I'm debating this guy, and I'm just confronting them because they claim to be Christians, and I'm, I'm, I'm bothered because they're aiding and abetting a human trafficking operation. That specific location was another encampment, Harrison, about an hour and a half walk north away from the southern border in the United States off of a U.S. freeway, Old Highway 80 in San Diego County in Jacumba. So that wasn't near the southern border. That's already about an hour and a half walk into the United States where these fake Christian humanitarians are aiding and abetting these human trafficking operations. That is far into the United States of America. So people, especially because I know Californians could kind of live in a bubble. Oh, it's not a problem until it becomes a problem. So California needs to wake the hell up, dude. Yeah, you need yeah, to wake yeah. the hell up and ask Gavin Newsom, why is this human trafficking operation fully operational in my insane, backyard? Insane. More with Drew Hernandez on the other side on Exit Drew H Live. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron, who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Please go to InfoWarStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. 
Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on here. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, sponsored by InfoWarsStore.com. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, not just to keep American Journal on the air in the war room of the Alex Jones Show, but also Band.Video, InfoWars.com, and to support our great on-the-ground reporters that we have, like Drew Hernandez, who is there on the southern border covering for InfoWars the absolute invasion and getting some incredible videos. Again, we don't have time to play a video here but we played it yesterday if people want to see it they can find it on your ex uh, account at drew h live on rumble at rumble.com slash drew hernandez video also of course up on infowars.com and band.video but i wanted to, to clarify something because in that video yesterday you're asking the guy you know what he's doing you're you're confronting him in a way that only infowars seems willing to do to actually get in the faces of human traffickers and you know put them to the to the test but he says this is Mexican territory, and watching it, I thought, oh, wow, did Drew go into Mexico? But that was the place where you were an hour and a half inside America, and he's saying this is Mexican territory, F America? Yeah, that's about an hour and a half walk. So what these people are doing on the east side of this particular section in Jacumba, California, they're coming through the east side that is totally open. And from that location – to where this guy and I had this confrontation, that's about an hour and a half walk through the hills that's in Jacumba, San Diego uh, County. So what they're doing is this particular location, the Border Patrol are not driving all the way um, to where they're coming through the southern border. They're walking about an hour and a half through the hills, uh, literally off a freeway in Jacumba, uh, California. It's uh, old Highway 80 in San Diego County, and they have all of their uh, campfires, they have all of their supplies, they're all spread out. It's a little encampment 
And uh, that's where these uh, these fake Christian humanitarians are showing up and they're supplying them uh, with aid. It's aiding and abetting, in my opinion, a human trafficking operation. Yep. And because what they're doing is they're incentivizing more. Of course. What they're doing is they're encouraging more of this because they know that if they come illegal into our country, they walk about an hour and a half into the United States and they're off of this American highway. They know that there's going to be some kind of NGO, some kind of help and meals in order to give them more strength to continue their journey illegally into the United States of America. And so, yes, when you're when you see that clip that is on American soil, about an hour and a half walk uh, into San Diego County. And you got this uh, this chubby, feisty, fussy little Mexican guy telling me as an American that this is a Mexican ter- territory. And so, I wish I could have deported him right then and there. And so, yeah, you know, I know, just I know, Trump, you're give like, us the word. Trump 2025 mass deportation operation. I- I'm ready, dude. I know, just, man. <laughs> I, the guy's like, you don't have any authority. It's like, oh, but if I did, oh, boy, you have no idea what would be going on right now. And And so you brought something else up. Earlier, uh, you went to Eagle Pass originally, uh, but people weren't crossing there. And so, you know, the question obviously is, did they stop people from crossing or are people just going somewhere else and crossing? Are they just uh, rerouting where they're going? And, and that sort of blends into the other question of are people, are the migrant traffickers, the human traffickers, the migrants themselves, are they keeping up to date on the news in America, like with the border uh, bill that's passing? Are they reading these updates and then changing their tactics based on you know things developing in D.C. or on the border in Texas? How tuned in are the migrant traffickers to what's going on politically in America? They are 100 percent tuned in. And they are 100 percent tuned in to just exactly what the United States is doing in terms of the Border Patrol, in terms of the Texas DPS. Um, they they know exactly where America is going to go, where America's going to make their move, and they coordinate accordingly. Right. So that's why right now, particularly Shelby Park shut down. There's a lot of great on the ground reporters um, that are there daily, monthly. Um, that are exposing the fact that there are there are groups coming here or there. We had a conversation with our Infowars um, Border Patrol contact while we were there in Eagle Pass, and he was communicating to us that particular weekend. He's like, it's 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 slowing down because Abbott's going to come and have a photo op on that particularly uh, Sunday, which he did. And uh, so when that happens, they shut it down. It slows down, and the cartels because they're making billions a day. Harrison, we know this. Yep. So time is money to these people, so they don't have time to waste. So they're constantly monitoring American politics, media, legislation, the Biden administration. And we all know there's levels of corruption that go severely deep because these cartels operate within the United States of America. And a lot of these local politicians, mayors and crooked lawyers and so-called legislators, um, they all work um, alongside of these cartels to help them. But what they do very cleverly and deceitfully They do it in the name of humanitarian efforts, and that's kind of the shield they throw up. It's very similar to a couple years ago in McAllen, Texas, where, you know, we went down with Alex. The crew went down and we confronted that so-called Catholic charity for human trafficking in real time. Right. And Alex was trying to stop the truck. The media weaponized immediately against us, InfoWars, and Alex and said, how dare InfoWars, Alex Jones and Drew Hernandez attack a humanitarian effort and a Catholic charity. See, that's the that's the media psyop that they will run immediately. It's designed to make you look bad. But in reality, they just throw up the shield of humanitarian efforts and they throw up Jesus. It's a total blasphemy. 
But yes, these cartels, they are monitoring American media on both sides. And uh, all they care about is money at this point. Right, right now, what these cartels want is money. The power, the power grabs will come soon. They're invading the country. They're occupying the country. There's millions of illegals that have been imported, illegal immigration, mass migration, replacement migration, military-aged males. We've showed you guys that in California specifically. Uh, they will be activated at some point. We've seen this in Europe. We've seen this in Germany. We've seen this in France. They'll be activated at some point, but right now this, uh, this, this, this flow of illegals coming to occupy, that's currently what we're seeing right now. And at some point they will be activated. And unfortunately, Harrison, it may be too late for some Americans when you have some dirty illegal raping your daughter. Oh, now you're going to wake the hell up, aren't you? Now I got your attention. Oh, Drew, is that really happening? It's absolutely happening. There are already reports in the United States of American, uh, America of illegals raping and murdering autistic girls and women in this country. And also they're, 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 they're raping and molesting uh, the physically and mentally disabled. These are Americans. Okay. And this, that's just one of many. And these are reoffenders. These are people that have criminal records that America knows about. They get deported and then they come straight back. Why? Because we have a massive illegal human trafficking operation going on as we speak. So the cartels are concerned with money right now. They're making billions of dollars. So if one section like Shelby Park uh, gets shut down for a few days, they got to reroute. And some of those reroutes are happening in Arizona, California. And, yeah, they got to travel a little further, further west. But these people, they've gone through the Darien Gap. Some of these women have been raped multiple times on the way. They're willing to do anything to get here because they want to occupy this country. Uh, especially the military aged males. You know, what's interesting, Harrison, that I wanted to point out to you as well with this, uh, this chubby little fat Mexican guy that wouldn't identify himself. I just thought of it. It's crazy if you think about it. Cause this guy's like, you know, while we're standing in America in San Diego County, this is a Mexican territory. I'm like, are you retarded, dude? Do you not right. understand that the, the majority of illegals that you're facilitating to come in here are from China, Afghanistan, Guatemala, Ecuador. The list goes on. Latin America. The, the majority are not Mexican, you retard. So you're facilitating uh, this mass illegal replacement migration operation into the United States claiming that this is Mexican territory, but you're not even importing the majority of Mexicans? <laughs> I mean, These people are stupid, dude. They're literally stupid. I mean, are they Anyways. stupid or are they just deceitful? I mean, this dude's just dishonest as the day is long. And it's almost amazing that, you know, Trump comes out with an ad saying Joe Biden's giving you the middle finger. I mean, that guy's literally giving you the middle. He's literally saying F America and giving you the middle mm -hmm. finger as he invades our country. It's like and I, I, I got to ask, is there any other media down there? Are you the only ones uh, getting this story? No, there's other uh, on the ground reporters uh, that have been down there that have documented this section. Um, I think uh, my buddy Jorge Ventura oh, sure, yeah. has been down there. Uh, JLR Investigates, I believe if I got that right. Anthony Aguero has been down there. He's always down there. Um, it seems more independent media is going down there and, and covering these things, even some YouTubers, right. which is ironic uh, from like a comedic standpoint. I think 60 Minutes – uh, did do a piece down there where that section I was talking about on the west side where it's completely open, where these illegals are flooding through and they're using TikTok to navigate right. uh, into the United States and they're the Chinese illegals. So oh this, this is, it's not getting as much attention as it should. So that's why we're shining a major flashlight on it because you know, it's InfoWars. 
And uh, it's Harrison. a, uh, you know, existential threat to our entire nation. And somebody should be paying attention to it. Americans should be aware of what's going on here. Folks, you can follow Drew Hernandez on X at Drew H Live on Rumble at Rumble.com slash Drew Hernandez. And, of course, he's filing reports for us here at InfoWars. So go to InfoWars.com or Band.video uh, to find those stories. And really incredible footage that you're not getting anywhere else. Thank you so much for coming on, Drew. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And I'm just glad you're safe. And uh, you stay out of the cartel's club will you you got it thank you sir fantastic man just unbelievable stuff and it just goes on and on and on inversion writ large folks stay tuned alex jones in 90 seconds don't go anywhere this is harrison smith signing off for american journal i'll see you tomorrow cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week. It's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But... Most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. On January 16th of 1991, as the Soviet Union was collapsing and the Cold War coming to an end, George H.